0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Jambase Podcast. I'm Andy Kahn, and on this episode, we're exploring a bit of a different format and revisiting the Phil Lesh and Friends concerts featuring Trey Anastasio and Paige McConnell-Fish that were held back in April 1999. When we recently launched Season 2 of the Jam Based Podcast, we said you could expect new formats and types of episodes, and that's what we're bringing to you with this one focusing on Phil and Friends. Before we dive in, though, let's first hear about the sponsors of this episode. This episode is sponsored by Topeka Live. Topeka connects you with your favorite artists and people through meaningful shared music experiences in Miramar Beach, Florida. Enjoy a new kind of music vacation. Spend days at the beach and nights listening to music in your reserved coves. 2023 vacations include Moon Crush Pink Moon, taking place April 20th through the 23rd. Moon Crush Pink Moon is a music vacation that lets you embrace the sun at the beach, by the pool, or enjoy your favorite activities. Performers include the Black Crows, the Avett Brothers, Jason Isbell, J.J. Gray and Mofro, and more. Mothership Weekend is Mother's Day reinvented. Spend Mother's Day at the beach for Brandy Carlisle's Mothership Weekend from May 12th through the 14th. Celebrating the mothers, the impact makers, and the people who love you like a mother, watch performances by Brandy Carlisle, Pozier, Bonnie Raitt, Mavis Staples, Nathaniel Rateliff, and more. Moon Crush Blue Moon goes down from September 1st through the 3rd. Savor the last sweet days of summer at the beach and live your best life with Ben Rector, Need to Breathe, and many others this Labor Day weekend at the inaugural Moon Crush Blue Moon. Visit topeka.live for details and to purchase tickets to Moon Crush Pink Moon, Mothership Weekend, and Moon Crush Blue Moon today. Delfest is the sponsor of this episode. Delfest is Allegheny County's premier bluegrass festival, celebrating the rich legacy of Del McCree with some of the best-known names in bluegrass music all within a family-friendly and distinctly unique atmosphere. Taking place Memorial Day weekend, May 25th through the 28th, and hosted by Del McCurry and family. The 15th Annual Fest welcomes to the stage the Del McCurry Band, the Traveling McCurries, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, traveled by turtles, pigeons playing ping pong, Sam Bush, the infamous String Dusters, California Honey Drops, Sierra Farrell, Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway, and so many more musical acts playing around the clock for nearly four days. Located along the Potomac River in the scenic Appalachian Mountains, the Allegheny County Fairgrounds in Cumberland, Maryland, serve as the ideal location for DelFest. The fairgrounds are conveniently located near four major airports and can be easily reached by rail or road. For more information, including camping, parking, partners, and more, please visit delfest.com and follow DelFest on all social platforms. It's been Memorial Day Weekend with the Del Curry Band at DelFest 2023. Grab your tickets today. The long, strange trajectories of the Grateful Dead and Fish have been intertwined for 40 years. When Fish formed in 1983, the Grateful Dead were a touring joggernaut, though still years away from the mainstream popularity that came with their lone hit, if you can call it that, touch of gray. By the mid-1990s, Fish and the Dead were among the top touring acts going, with similar rabid fan bases that followed each band from city to city to see them play night in and night out. December 2nd, 1983 is the date of the first performance by the group that would eventually be known as Fish. Less than two months earlier, on October 14, 1983, Fish guitarist Trey Anastasio attended a Grateful Dead concert in Hartford, Connecticut that he would describe as life-changing. The show, later officially released as Dick's Picks Volume 6, featured a second set that began with an outstanding version of the Grateful Dead's classic coupling of Scarlet Pagonia's Into Fire on the Mountain. In 2001, Trey was on a panel with the Grateful Dead guitarist Bob Weir and others including Nicholas Payton and Beverly Sills for a discussion that took place in Hartford. Here's what Trey said then about seeing the dead nearby in 83.
1: Interesting story, which is that I was a, kind of a heavy metal fan and, you know, like any kind of hard rock. And uh, I went to high school, I went to Taft, which is in Watertown, Connecticut. And um, there we go. Uh, I saw the dead at the Hartford Civic Center for the first time ever in uh, 1983. And it had an en- it just an enormous, it was like getting hit in the head with a, with a baseball bat. And <laughs> it <laughs> But uh, I think that that Knocked the metal right out of you. Exa- it, it, what it did was, and this is something that we can talk about, it was the first time I had seen, in, in a rock and roll setting, music as a community builder, where the band members were all listening to each other and improvising. The audience was an active par- participant in the musical event. Um, it totally changed my, my concept. Now, you know, you're talking to Nicholas or anyone that has a history in jazz. Obviously, this has been going on for years. All kinds of music have, have involved it. But that was my doorway into that, into that world. So it's kind of interesting that we're right across the street now.
0: When Fish played their now notorious first show in Burlington, Vermont, the setlist is believed to have included second set opening covers of The Grateful Dead's Scarlet Begonias and Fire on the Mountain just like at the Dead Show Trey attended in Hartford. Fish went on to cover a total of seven Grateful Dead originals in the 1980s. Trey talked about the Dead's early influence on the band in Richard Gere's The Fish book, telling the author, quote, We played a couple of Dead songs when Fish first got together in 1983, and I said, That's it. I'm not listening to the Dead anymore or going to any Dead shows. They were too imposing an influence, and I was afraid of becoming the next baby Dead band to come down the pike. So I completely ended my relationship with their music for about seven years. End quote. By the early 1990s, Fish was no longer performing dead songs in concert, and in interviews began distancing themselves from the legendary psychedelic band that broke up after the unexpected death of guitarist Jerry Garcia on August 9, 1995. When we first came into the awareness of the media, it would always be the dead or Zappa they'd compare us to, Trey stated during a November 1995 interview. All of these bands I love, Trey continued, but I got very sensitive about it. Later, Trey responded, it doesn't really matter. When asked by the interviewer J.D. Considine of the Baltimore Sun if Fish was picking up where, quote, Jerry Garcia and the boys left off. Anastasio's full response was this, quote, it doesn't really matter. In the context of the audience, the media could put on whatever labels they want. But once somebody comes in the room, they're either going to like it or they're not. So if you've never seen the band and you're reading that new Grateful Dead stuff, it doesn't really matter in my life because all that matters is my personal life with my family, and my musical life, interacting with the people who actually do come," end quote. By the late 1990s, Fish was playing many of the same arenas and amphitheaters the dead had frequented, and the band's desire to separate themselves from the dead began to thaw. On August 9th, 1998, the three-year anniversary of Garcia's death, Fish performed in Virginia Beach, Virginia. The quartet encored that evening with the Grateful Dead original Terrapin Station. Covering the undeniably influential band for the first time since 1986.
1: Rhythm that will not forsake me till my tale is told and done. While the fire lights aglow, strange shadows in the flames will grow till things we've never seen will seem familiar.
0: Months later, in April of 1999, members of Fish and the Grateful Dead would share the stage together for the first time, performing each other's music and more over three nights at the famed Warfield Theater in San Francisco. Grateful Dead bassist Phil Lesh recruited Fish guitarist Trey Anastasio and keyboardist Paige McConnell for a trio of Phil Lesh and Friends shows held on April 15th, 16th, and 17th. The April 1999 Phil and Friends run, that's Friends with a PH, at the Warfield in San Francisco marked a truly seminal moment in the jam scene's last two decades. Those three shows, also featuring guitarist Steve Kimmock and drummer John Molo, ended up being merely the first of many subsequent collaborations between the members of The Grateful Dead and Fish. The most recent live collaboration between members of Fish and The Dead occurred in March 2018, when Anastasio joined Lesh & Weir at Radio City Music Hall in New York City. At the start of 1999, it was unknown whether Phil Lesch would share the live stage again with anyone let alone members of FISH. The at-the-time 59-year-old Lesh had recently received a liver transplant, and the Warfield shows would be his return to performing for the first time following the life-saving procedure. Opening night began with Phil and his young sons, Brian and Graham. The latter now fronts Midnight North and joins his dad in the Terrapin family band, performing Eric Clapton's Hello, Old Friend with Kimmock's acoustic accompaniment.
2: was walking down a garden park I saw a flower growing in the dark but so pretty and it was unique I had to bend down just to have a peek Hello old friend really good to see you once again hello old friends hello old friends really good to see see you once again. again
0: It was time for the colliding of two worlds whose orbits for years rotated in close proximity as mcconnell anastasio and molo emerged to start the show proper with viola lee blues trey proudly sang the opening lyrics to the song first released by gus cannon's jug stompers back in 1928. what ensued was a half an hour of exploratory improvisation jamming that wasted no time in delivering exactly what fans of the dead and fish love about those risk-taking bands First Night's first set also featured a Trey-led Big Railroad Blues and the first of just a few Fish songs played at the Warfield, Wolfman's Brother, as well as a 25-minute set-closing version of Uncle John's Band. The second set started with a series of Phil-sung songs in the form of Alabama Getaway, Sugaree, and Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone, which eventually gave way to the traditional I Know You Rider. Anastasio had another turn up front for a Beautiful Road Jimmy, a song written by Jerry Garcia and Robert Hunter that was played during the encore of the first Trey Anastasio Band show that took place two months earlier on February 15th, 1999. Next came another of the evening's highlights a well jammed Shakedown Street. Kimmock showed off his skills on a gorgeous The Wheel, while the set ended with a celebratory Not Fade Away. Lesh, McConnell, Anastasio, Kimmock, and Molo then came back out for Mr. Tambourine Man Encore.
2: you all so much and good night
0: on night two the five piece was joined by grateful dead vocalist donna jean gotcha for a portion of the second set and the encore the show began with a fantastic help on the way into slipknot into franklin's tower sequence which led to a spacey cover of pink Floyd's wish you were here
1: love in the dream insanity
0: Gorgeous instrumental Stella Blue, led by Kimmock, and the early dead classic Alligator filled out the second show's opening frame. Set 2 opened with Bertha, followed by Fish's Prince Caspian, one of just four Fish songs performed over the course of the three show run. Caspian teed up the vintage dead pairing of St. Stephen with The Eleven
1: float upon the waves, oh, 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 to be Prince Caspian. And the children in the fields all sowing seed and chaffing wheat, oh, to be Prince Caspian with stunts instead of
0: Phil then took lead on his original, Unbroken Chain, which came ahead of the second fish tune of the night, Chalk Dust Torture. Phil sang lead again on Mountains of the Moon, while Trey revisited that first fish show with a closing coupling of Scarlet Begonias and Fire on the Mountain. A tender ripple filled the encore slot, setting up the third and final show of the run. Your
2: steps to God.
0: Night 3 led off with instrumental takes on the dead psychedelic jam vehicle Darkstar, which would make several additional appearances throughout the show, and Chemox It's Up To You. An instrumental My Favorite Things also popped up in the penultimate set, which also saw Donna Jean Godchild return to augment Mississippi Half Step Uptown Tulu and the page sung closer Birdsong. Terrapin Station, the song Trey and Page covered at their show the previous summer in Virginia Beach on the anniversary of Jerry Garcia's death, kicked off the final set of the Phil and Friends Warfield run. It was followed by the final fish song of the run, Down With Disease, complete with Phil's commendable attempt at the song's signature bass-driven intro.
1: in my bed trying to stop these demons I keep dancing in my head
0: Page then brought home the ending of Dark Star, as more beloved dead favorites, Friend of the Devil, Casey Jones, Morning Dew, Going Down the Road Feeling Bad, and finally We Bid You Goodnight, brought into the set. The landmark series of performances were capped with Lesh giving what's now become his standard emotional plea for organ donor registration, ahead of his leading his own beloved dead favorite, Box of Rain.
2: Thank you all very much. I would like to introduce my best friends, on keyboard, Page McConnell. On interstellar superluminal guitar, Steve Kimma. <laughs> on mother earth drums, John Molo. And on magma flaming lava volcano guitar, Trey Anastasio.
0: Since that April 1999 run at the Warfield, Paige, Trey, and their Fish bandmates, John Fishman and Mike Gordon, have joined various Phil and Friends lineups. In 2015, Trey was tapped to perform with Lesh, Bob Weir, and the two other core four members of the Grateful Dead, drummers Bill Kreutzmann and Mickey Hart, at the Fare Thee Well 50th Anniversary Concerts held in Santa Clara, California, and Chicago, Illinois. Weir joined Fish on stage in the fall of 2016 after first sitting in with the group in the fall of 2000. Kreutzmann, who formed Serial Pod with Trey and Mike Gordon for two shows in 2005, sat in with Fish in the summer of 2009. Lesch's lone guest spot with Fish remains his September 1999 sit-in, just a few months after the landmark Warfield run. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Jam-Based Podcast. We hope you like this new format. Look for other similar episodes to drop over the coming weeks. Thanks to our sponsors, Topeka Live and Del Fest. Thanks to Jake Alexander for helping produce the episode. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, stay safe out there and we'll see you live music.